What's up? I hope you are having a great day today. It is I, Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. Going to get into my starting quarterback pyramid today. Cannot wait to get into it. But first, double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. Let's get straight into it. I love doing stuff like this, pyramids, tiers, whatever you want to call them. And yeah, so, man, do I want to start from the top or start from the bottom? I guess, here, we'll start at the top and we'll work our way down. We'll start with the elite of the elite and slowly work our way down. We'll kind of hit on what separates these guys from everything. So, in every single pyramid, there is like a top piece. Therefore, sitting alone at the top... Of my NFL starting quarterbacks pyramid, I have the one and only best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Kind of hard to argue with at this point. I mean, the talent is there. You know, he's gotten better. He has Andy Reid. That really helps. But yeah, and I, you know, people are freaking out, or I wouldn't say freaking out, but some people are concerned about Tyreek Hill being traded away. First of all, the Chiefs are going to go and find some other receiver, whether that's through the draft or through a trade. Now, obviously, it's not going to be enough to substitute for who Tyreek Hill is in terms of the speed, but they're going to find a couple other weapons to put around Mahomes. So don't worry about that. But on top of that, he's just really good. Like, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL for the past couple of years now, and I expect him to kind of stay on that level this year. Second tier, I have three quarterbacks in this tier. Aaron Rodgers, okay, the guy is still incredible even at 37 years old. I know Devontae Adams is gone, but it, it's not going to matter, okay? Like, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks that we've ever seen. You know, he's getting paid like it, too. So, you know, his numbers may go down a little bit because he doesn't have Devontae Adams, but same thing with the Packers. They'll find a way to get him some, you know, at least acceptable wide receivers, and he, he's still going to be a lot of fun to watch. I have Tom Brady in this tier as well here on the second level of the pyramid. I mean, he led the league in passing yards last year. I mean, he was incredible. He still has Evans and Godwin, and I'm assuming Gronk's going to re-sign with the Buccaneers. Bruce Arians is gone. He's he's taking a front office role. It's going to be Todd Bowles. But, you know, when you're as talented as as Brady is, it doesn't really matter who's calling the offense or who the head coach is. You know, he's so great that he's just going to overcome whatever is in his way. So, yeah, still have him in that on the second level of the pyramid. And then finally... Josh Allen is the last quarterback on this level. All the talent in the world, big, can move. I mean, there's a reason why the Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year, as of right now, obviously. And we still have this draft. We still have free agency and things like that. But a large part of that is that they have Josh Allen. And, you know, the year two to year year three jump was incredible. I feel like he's only gotten better since then. And, yeah, he's, you know, there's a reason. You know, I don't think you can really argue with any of these four These are definitely the four best quarterbacks in the NFL. From there, we move into tier number three, which has four quarterbacks, the third level of the pyramid. Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. These are my four here in tier three. All three, or all four, excuse me, can still overcome overcome dysfunction, right? We saw that with Joe Burrow this last year. We've seen it with Russell Wilson in the past with him being in Seattle. It's going to be fun 
to see him in a place that's really going to let him cook. It's going to be great. You know, Lamar Jackson is the most explosive player in the NFL just with the speed, and he's gotten better in terms of his ability to throw the football. So I think he belongs on this tier as well. And then Justin Herbert's just insane. If you haven't seen the Chargers play, you're going to see him a lot this year because they're going to be really good, and a large part of that is because they have an absolute stud in third-year quarterback Justin Herbert. And now in my next tier, tier number four, I've got six quarterbacks in this tier. Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, and Matt Ryan. Now on this tier, I think it is important but not necessary for these quarterbacks to have good coaching to be able to win the Super Bowl, right? Now obviously coaching is very important. You could say that about any position, right? If you have a great coach, obviously you're going to be better. But for Patrick Mahomes, it wouldn't matter if Andy Reid was his head coach or not. Like They would still be in the conversation because he's that great. Same goes for Aaron Rodgers and Brady. I mean, come on now. Like Aaron Rodgers took Mike McCarthy to a Super Bowl, okay? And I think when we look at this tier, I, th- I think we see it, right? We see it with Matt Stafford. He goes and he's with Sean McVay. Next thing you know, they're winning a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray, imagine if he wasn't playing for Cliff Kingsbury and he was playing for a Sean McVay or an Andy Reid or somebody like that. Same thing goes for Dak Prescott, right? He's been stuck with below average coaching his entire career. Derek Carr kind of falls in the same boat. Deshaun Watson, now he's in this tier for a different reason. It's just simply because I haven't seen him play in two years and I don't know what he's going to look like. So I didn't want to rate him too highly. So I figured to start him a little bit lower. Um, And then Matt Ryan, I think he kind of falls into the same category, right? He had Kyle Shanahan, as his offensive coordinator, and they went to a Super Bowl. Outside of that, you know, the coaching hasn't been there for him, and he's been, you know, above average. So that's kind of what that tier is, right, the the fourth level of, of the pyramid. It's good quarterbacks who need coaches to elevate them into that great category. Now, in the next tier, this is, or the next, you know, level of the pyramid, level five, or I guess, yeah, I guess level five, sure. The second to last level, let's go with that. That's probably the easier way to say it. You know, I have eight eight quarterbacks in this on this level. Mac Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy G. Now, for these guys, these are let's call them placeholding quarterbacks, right? You know, you you have a quarterback who you like, right? Like I think the Patriots like Mac Jones, the Titans like Ryan Tannehill. The Dolphins like Tua, the Eagles like Hurts, so on and so forth. But they don't necessarily love them, right? Like Jimmy G is in this tier, or he's on this level. And as soon as the 49ers had an opportunity to draft a quarterback third overall, they jumped on it, right? The Colts had an opportunity to go get Matt Ryan and move off of Wentz, and they jumped on it, right? Jameis Winston, it took forever for the Saints to re-sign him. Right. And in addition to that, I think Kirk Cousins is just kind of this placeholding quarterback where, you know, if the Vikings had a top five pick in maybe not this year's draft, but in future drafts, they would draft a quarterback to move off of him. Right. These quarterbacks are in the we're good. Even if you put great stuff around us, we're probably not going to be great kind of category. Right. Whereas, you know, Stafford and Murray and guys on the on the level above them. You know, if you put them with great coaches, they can be great, 
Whereas I feel like with these quarterbacks, even if you put them with great coaches, they're just going to be good or really good, not quite going to touch that great level. Now, at the same time, Mac Jones, really young, could definitely move up. Same thing with Tua and Hurts. But the rest of these guys, I think we kind of know what they are. You know, they need great coaching to be feasible quarterbacks in the NFL. And then we move down to the bottom level. Ten quarterbacks here, the bottom of the pyramid, the base. You usually want a strong base, so I don't know why we have these guys at the bottom. But anyway, Marcus Mariota, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Mills, Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Sam Darnold, and Mitch Trubisky. Now, some of these guys are obviously very young, right? Zach Wilson, really young. Trevor Lawrence, very young. Mills, very young. All going to be in their second years in the NFL this following season. So maybe I'm wrong here, but just off of what they did last year, they weren't as good as any of the guys above them. Marcus Mariota can't stay on the field. There's a reason why he was a backup behind Ryan Tannehill for all those years in Tennessee. Um, looking at Baker, there's a reason why, you know, the Browns wanted to move off of him, right? And in all seriousness, you can make an argument for him to be in the tier above, especially with the way that I laid it out, but I just don't think Baker's as good as those guys that are above him. I would take all eight of those guys before I took Baker. And I think that we're seeing that, right? There's a reason why nobody's calling the Browns right now looking to trade for Baker Mayfield. Um, Daniel Jones, his time is short in New York. I think they're going to look to move off of him soon. Justin Fields, feel bad for him, but he wasn't super great last year. Shows some flashes with the athleticism, but he's just in a tough situation there in Chicago. Not a lot of weapons around him. A a new head coach this year, a defensive-minded one at that as well, which just makes it tough on young quarterbacks. Jared Goff, we know what he is. Sam Darnold, we know what he is. Mitch Trubisky, placeholder. Steelers probably going to move off him. He may not even start this year, right? If the Patriot or if the Steelers are able to move up and grab Malik Willis, I think they're going to do that. And yeah, so like this, this bottom tier, these are just the guys who are barely good enough to be starters. And look, like let's look at the the quarterbacks or let's look at the teams that these guys quarterback. They're some of they they are the worst teams in the NFL, right? The Falcons are going to be bad. The Jets are going to be bad. Wherever Baker ends up, my bet would be would be Seattle. They're going to be bad. Mills with the Texans, they're going to be bad. Lawrence with the Jags, they're going to be bad. Daniel Jones with the Giants, they're going to be bad. Fields with the Bears, they're going to be bad. Golf with the Lions, they're going to be bad. Same thing with Darnold. And maybe not Trubisky, because Trubisky's probably, as of right now, probably the best quarterback in this tier. You know, it may be Lawrence, it may be Baker. You know, those are the only other two guys. And the thing with Trubisky, though, if the Steelers end up being good, it's going to be because Mike Tomlin is an incredible coach, not because Mitch Trubisky's out here leading them to victories, right? So those that is my starting quarterback pyramid in the NFL this year. Let me know what you think. You know, let me know on Twitter at Schmidt underscore four. Feel free to tweet at me. Let me know where I where I messed up. I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear it. So that's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Make sure you follow me on social media at Schmidt underscore four. Make sure you follow the podcast and follow along for more takes and I'll be back with another one for you tomorrow.